0: I'm going to start this podcast off like I do every podcast sad, deflated, and unmotivated. There are three things I would describe myself. Hi, I'm Christian. I'm unmotivated. I'm sad and tired and all of those things. I'm not really. I just, anything that involves doing work, like doing a podcast, I classify that as a burden. This is a burden. <laughs> now, obviously, it's not a burden, it's a, it's a, it is a this. Oh my god, this is hard work. Actually, you know what's hard work? I'll tell you what hard work is. I've been um I haven't been doing uh, podcasts lately. I usually upload them every Wednesday and Saturday. Um, this is complete drivel. My name's Christian Hull. I'm almost thirty but we're going to get to that. Um, Hard work. Oh my God. Now I know what hard work is because over the last week I've been helping out at my brother's business, which is um, a warehouse that sells candle making supplies. So they don't sell candles. They sell the stuff to make candles. And the reason I've been helping them out is because their warehouse manager... And Packer, an employee, There's one, they've got one employee and she's divine. Her name is Gemma. She's had to uh, fly back to London for family reasons pretty urgently. Uh, poor Gem. And um, they've had no one to sort of step in here in Melbourne. Um, my brothers really only know myself and Gemma. And so they were like, Christian, if you feel up for it, we'll pay you to work in the warehouse. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. That sounds fun. And so I'd done some work there before. And it's basically, it's like two garages, like two, that's how big the warehouse is. And there's the shelves along all the walls. Uh, one contains hundreds of boxes of wax. And then the other one's where all the dyes and fragrances and jars and all the computers um, and all the stuff to put all the orders together that people do. If, if you want to check them out, go and have a look at what I mean. Their website is Crafty Candle Supplies dot com dot iu and have a look at all the products that they sell because i've been basically um packing these orders and shipping them off to people now they started this business in june um I've, i've spoken about it before but i've got my two brothers nick and tim uh came up with the idea to do wax i think there was a hole in the market so they they started to do some stuff and then um Gemma and Charlie got on board and then they acquired a warehouse through some uh, friends and through some connections and it was based out here in Melbourne so they decided to run the warehouse out of Melbourne. So Gemma's been running that and then she's gone away so I've stepped in. Now holy sweet mother of Jesus packing maybe like 12 orders which doesn't sound like much. It is the most demanding thing I've ever done in my life. Now, mainly probably because I'm doing my initial job here at the radio station, which is just making memes. The piss easiest job in the world. I make videos and memes. And then I'd go and do, you know, a good six hours in the warehouse. So I'd be starting at seven in the morning. And then I would end up getting to the warehouse at about three and working till about nine thirty ish at the latest. Um, and that's that's a long day. That's a really and I do that for like six days, including weekends. And I am absolutely hot. Like, I am so sore. I think I'm getting sick. I threw up. Last night I threw up for the first time ever in five years, and I'm going to say it's because my fat, frail, nimble body couldn't handle a normal human amount of work, and it didn't know what was going on, and I ate, like, I had pizza. I'm supposed to be eating healthy stuff, but I ate pizza and then, I just lying there and you're like, Oh, and your stomach goes, and it feels so weird. And I'm like, I just need to throw up. Now, here's an insight um, uh, that I'm going to share with you that I'm I'm not ashamed of, but I can't make myself throw up. I can't do it. Not because like I'll I'll stick my fingers down the back of my throat. It's fine. But because I've done certain things um, uh, as a consenting adult, I have lost my gag reflex. So I'm like desperately trying to throw up because I just, my stomach, I just felt so bad. So I'm like crouched in front of the toilet and I'm just like, oh, my fingers down my throat and I'm just like punching the back of my throat going, come on, you need to throw up, you need to throw up now, you feel like shit, then you'll go to bed and then you'll go to sleep and you'll feel amazing. So I'm sitting like over the toilet just being like, uh, <laughs> with you know, oh, just to throw up. like jamming my fingers down my throat and... To my surprise, it worked. So, like, I I just did the thing, and then I threw up a little bit, and I was like, oh, that's not much. And then I just felt like, I don't know, how do I describe? Like, it's just like, you know, like a whale's blowhole? I just, and that's what happened. And I was like, quick, and I looked into the toilet, and just, like, projectile vomited, pizza, everywhere into the toilet, thankfully, and it was so gross because I'd had the pizza like a good four or five hours before, so it was digesting pretty well and it, like the layer of stomach acid and then my mouth was burning and some of it came out my nose and I remember looking into the toilet bowl and going, oh, my God, there is an entire pizza crust, like the whole crust with the bite marks in it, um, just the, the pizza crust. Like, I get so ravenously hungry that I don't chew my food. I just sort of rip it off and swallow it. There's no chewing. There's no time for that. People have called me. My mum says constantly, slow down when you're eating. I'm like, mum, no. There is no time to slow down. This food is too good. I am eating it. I'm not chewing it. And it was proven by the fact that I literally threw up almost an entire slice of pizza without it had... who the hell does that? I hope I'm not the only one. Anyway, so I threw up, flush the toilet. I'm going through this real step-by-step. Step. Um, and that horrific taste of, like, your mouth is your stomach. Like, the stomach acid and the bile. Oh! And it's coming out your nose and it stings. Oh, my God. Is that what happens when you get so drunk and you throw up? Does that happen? Because I don't drink alcohol. Um... That's horrific. I mean, it's just like, and you're forever spitting into the sink. And it's like, you can't spit out this sort of stomachy layer. Like, it's just, I don't know how to describe it. Unless you've thrown up di- almost digested food before, you probably don't know what it's like. But it's like this stringy... I don't want to say semen, but it's not like that. But it's like this gross sort of, like, stuff. But you can't get it out of your mouth because it's just like, it, it doesn't break. It's like, it's like spider web. It's like, imagine, like, liquid spider web is pouring out of your mouth and you're just trying to go, but it doesn't. It doesn't break, it doesn't fall, it doesn't do anything. And so I had to stick a tissue in my mouth and, like, wipe out my mouth. I was drinking Listerine to get rid of the taste. I ended up going to bed and all I could taste and, like, breathe in was this disgusting stomach acid. So I had, oh, my God, I had some Coca-Cola. Gets rid of it. The Coke, the, like, acidity or whatever the hell the chemicals are in Coke literally, like, dissolves all this gross stomach shit in your mouth. And I felt mildly better. My stomach still felt like crap. And I didn't get to sleep till about three in the morning, but all because I am packing boxes. How piss weak is that? What type of a human am I that I can't do a little bit more than normal amount of work? I don't know how some people do it. It's just, I don't know. And now I've got, I've got my drugs. I went to the chemist and um, because I didn't sleep at all. Like I tried to get to sleep and my brain, I think I've got severe insomnia like not insomnia it is severe insomnia because i was so exhausted i did um sunday monday no look seven yeah seven days seven days of work and each day was no less than maybe 13 hours and i couldn't and i couldn't sleep so i'm not sleeping so i'll lie in bed and all i'll be thinking about is like what would Zac Efron look like naked or what would we do together? Um, very, very critical things that I'm thinking of. But I can't, like, switch my brain off. I'm just, like, because I know that I can't sleep. So I'm, like, well, may as well think about Zac Efron nude. Um, and then I can't sleep. And then mum called. and it, This was, like, I was so tired. I was in bed at 6 o'clock last night. And I just lay there until about, honestly, till about 11.30, maybe midnight, Um, and I ended up, mum suggested like I meditate or I like do some of these yoga exercises she does. And I just was, I was too tired. It's like, okay, darling, you'll need to clench all the muscles in your body and then release them and then clench them and then release them. And then you do your toes and then you go up to your knees and then you do your bum and then you step. I'm like, mum, I don't have any energy to even talk to you right now. I'm so tired. I can't like... I'll try and squeeze my body. And I'm like, oh, it hurts. So anyway, my beautiful mother, who I love dearly, um gave me some great advice, which of course I didn't do. And then I thought, oh, just go on Spotify and see if there's any playlists with music that um people go to sleep to. So I typed in music to make you sleep. <gasps> oh my god. It's oh, the greatest thing I've ever done in my life. I put this music on and it was the most soothing music. I've ever heard and then literally, I went I fell asleep. It was so great. And then I woke up 45 minutes later and, you know, was awake for an hour and a half. But at least I had 45 minutes sleep. Normally I didn't get anything. And then you're sort of awake and you're just like trying to find a comfortable position and you're cold, it's really cold outside, but then you get really hot under the blankets. Oh, these are real first world problems. I realise that as I'm saying them, that I'm an ungrateful, selfish little shit. But just want to get some sleep, so I've got my drugs. Um This is called Trust Restamine. Restamine for the temporary relief of sleeplessness. God I can't even read. Now I went down to the chemist and she the chemist downstairs from work that beautiful and this girl she speaks so softly she's really softly spoken and i was like oh i can't sleep what do you have and she's like oh we have restamine and then she said what the symptoms of it were and i didn't hear her she was like oh symptoms include and i just didn't and i was like i can't be bothered asking what pardon so i just said yep give me it (laughs) yeah i was really rude poor thing i just when you're tired you're just really short and grumpy uh, when I'm not tired, I'm also short and grumpy. Um, so these side effects are going to be interesting. But I've got to take them half an hour before I go to bed. Ugh, my life is so difficult. Let's move on from whinging and complaining about my life. Oh no, I am complaining about something here. I've written this down. This, I have a so I have notes in my phone, and they're just podcast. And I write down all these dot points and I've got one written here. Door, open, cubicle. So, um, in the boys' bathroom, there's the urinal and the cubicles. And we have this one guy here at work, um, who's the lawyer for the, the whole company. It's a radio station. It's, a Oh, there's like 84 radio stations this company owns, and poor old Benny is the lawyer for all of them. And his job is pretty busy because a lot of them are high-profile talent who say things they shouldn't. Um, hold on. Ah, it's like my tea. Uh, anyway, so Ben goes to the bathroom, and he'll go into the cubicle, and he won't close the door. Um, which is really <laughs> annoying. Close the door, Ben. And I've told him this because one time earlier in the year, I walked in and sort of the way the cubicle's facing, you don't know if there's anyone in there until you're in the cubicle. And because the door was open, I literally walked in and was standing right beside him. And I was like, Ben, shut the door. I said that really loudly and I think it scared him and he peed all over the floor. Um, so I was like, okay, Ben, you need to shut the door when this happens. He's like, no. You to... Ben, shut the door. I didn't see anything. It wasn't like an, it's not an HR issue. Okay. Paul Ben. I think he got the fright of his life. Um, and then last week, the same thing happened, but it, it happened where I wasn't paying attention. I just noticed the door was open and I was looking down and I walked in and literally just bumped into him and it was quite embarrassing because he was like, oh, hey, Christian. I'm like, oh, no, don't. You'd never say someone's name out loud in a toilet because everyone else who's there like in the other cubicles knows it's me and knows we've just had an awkward interaction. What do I do? And I said, Ben, for the love of Jesus, you're going to the bathroom. Close the cubicle door. If not, go to the urinal. It's practically the same thing except everyone knows you're peeing when you're at the urinal and we can avoid me bumping into you, and then you pissing all over the floor. So dear everyone with a penis, pee either at a urinal or in a cubicle with the door closed. Thank you so much. This has been a public service announcement from Christian Hull. Oh, Jesus, MacGyver. Okay. Okay, so across that one off the list, the next one on the list is Cars Have Horns. <laughs> just find that so funny. So I was on the tram and I just, some car tooted and I just thought it was the funniest thing. Like, it's 2016 and our warning system for people who don't realise a light is green is just to blast a horn at them. It's just... I just love that so much. Like, we haven't developed some sort of in-car system that alerts you when you're not paying attention or, or some sort of less aggressive form of alertion that it's literally, hunt, 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 hunt. I just love that so much. And I was I like, I got myself into a laughing fit where I was laughing like almost hysterically and I don't have a subtle laugh. My li- My laugh is loud and irritating it's like a a machine gun um and so i had to quickly put my headphones in this is what happens when i when i get caught in a laughing fit when i'm like alone when i'm not with anyone um and it's 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 always about something super ridiculous like literally i was sitting there and i saw a car it tooted and i just thought to myself how weird is it that cars have horns on them and then i just started laughing and i couldn't stop and people are looking at me and i'm not Like I'm not watching anything, I'm not doing anything, I'm just looking out the window, pissing myself, laughing, like, hysterically. And so I thought, oh, I better put my headphones in. So I put my headphones in, plugged them in, and pretended to be watching something, because that's what I have to do. Like, I have to be like, oh my god, this YouTube video is so funny. No, I'm just laughing at the... (gasps) Oh god, I'm going to be sick again. Hold on. Oh, I just burped, and I can taste like the vomit from yesterday. No, we're all good. Um, I was just laughing from the cars having horns. Like, don't you find that funny? Does anyone else not find that hysterically funny? Like, I... (laughs) I just love that so much. And I don't drive anymore, but I miss driving. And oh my God, I would never toot my horn when I drive. I just, because it's such, it's so aggressive and loud. And like, I, it used to piss me off when people tooted me and whether they toot me to say hello, I would still get really, don't you toot me. Like it's so aggressive. And I I remember sitting at a set of lights and it went green and the car in front of me didn't notice. And I was like, I'm not tooting the horn. I don't want to do this. And, and like, Oh, of course, every other sucker behind me tooted their horn. Um, and then, of course, the car in front was the only car that got through because then the light went orange. Oh, so annoying. But no, I would never toot my horn. I think if I ever tooted my horn, I'd laugh hysterically and, and all matter of aggression would disappear. But I just think cars having horns is amazing. Finally, I do want to mention something really quickly, um, and that is it's a it's not funny. This isn't funny. This is a much more serious. Um, and that is, you may not be aware that in Brisbane last week, a thirteen-year-old boy ended up taking his own life because he was uh, bullied very horrifically about his sexuality, and that's as. It's heartbreaking. Like he was 13, um, you know, and his mother loved and adored him. And from all accounts, he came from, a, you know, a supportive home environment. It was just school and they, they physically assaulted him. And I think he ended up in hospital and he just couldn't take it anymore. So he ended his life uh, so tragic. And how is it that we, this still happens and bullying is getting worse. It's not getting better. It's, it's going from, uh, the playground, to the playground and online when you get home. Like when we were kids, you just get bullied. You know, I got called a girl all the time, which, mm, I mean, it didn't really bother me that much. I was pretty lucky. Um, but it can really have an effect on on people, on young kids. Um, and then they come home and then, you know, the Facebook messenger stuff They get just abused on that and it's pretty horrible. And there's one thing that I uh, recently realized um, and that is Lifeline do an online chat system. So if you um, have kids you're worried about, if you know anyone that you think might be being bullied or anything like that, just let them know that uh, Lifeline have this online system because sometimes calling people can be quite confronting. You can call Lifeline on 13 11 14 or Kids Helpline on one eight hundred double five one eight hundred. 1800 Or if you don't want to talk to someone, because someone raised a really good point with me, that is sometimes talking on the phone can be just as confronting as, you know, talking to a teacher. Because um, I, I never wanted anyone to know what I was going through. I just was, I don't know why. I just didn't want to Bur- no, I wasn't bur- I didn't think I was burning anyone, but I just didn't want to... anyone to worry because my my big concern was that they'd make a deal, a big deal out of me getting harassed, um, and then it would become worse. Um, so I was like, just don't say anything. Just push through it, and you'll be fine. And I reckon there's other kids out there that feel the same. It's just easier not to say anything. But the Lifeline online chat can be really good because you can remain anonymous and you can just type in whatever you want and come back in the morning and, and see what they have to say or have a have a live conversation with them. That's all I want to say. I don't think any young kid or teenager or anyone should go through any bullying. Uh, it's for all ages. Uh, Lifeline isn't just for kids; it's for everyone. So. On that note, thank you so much for listening and I'm sure in a few days when I upload the next podcast, I'll be just as grumpy and bitter and probably even more sick. So, great. I can't wait for you to hear it. (laughs) And clap us off. (laughs) And stop.